Jenny Lehman and Tyler McComas. It's gonna be me. That clip gets me every year. I'm thinking, what? What is the context here? <laughs> what is happening? And then it finally hits me. It's May, it's baby. May first. Yeah, you've seen yeah, that meme awesome. going around all day long. Yeah, it's our May 1st tradition on the show, which is awesome. Hey, uh, Portal News over the weekend, Cullen Montgomery has entered into the transfer portal, offensive lineman. Big deal? Not a big deal? Shock? Surprise? Etc. cetera? Um, not, not shocked, not surprised. Um, I'm never going to say that someone entering the portal is, is not a big deal. You know, anytime you lose – you lose depth. You lose guys that, you know, know know your system and can give you some type of, um, you know, can give you something. I you don't ever want to say that that's that's nothing and just turn your nose up at it. But, um, I they're they're thin, you know, they're thin. Numbers are are not great right now. I but you might you might replace this guy with someone yes. that's better that has a chance to really contribute. I think that's yes. the, that's the the takeaway for me. That's that's definitely the takeaway. And you know, we'll see. I you know the the portal is clearly open. Um now it's only closed for guys uh putting their name to enter the portal. It doesn't mean that you have to specify where you're going yet. So those things are still going to continue to happen. And I know that they've been courting some some portal offensive linemen. We'll see where that ends up going because, you know, we've, as everyone saw in the spring game, we're thin. Now, you feel really good about getting those guys back. Feel good about getting Sexton back. Uh, Feel good about getting Walter Rouse back. But nothing is ever fully guaranteed. So uh, I imagine they're going to continue to hunt the portal and, and look for Solid guys with experience playing um, Power 5 football, if available. One name to watch on the offensive line. I believe he was here for the spring game. Uh, App State offensive lineman Troy Everett started in six games at center for Appalachian State as a redshirt freshman. Uh, was second team freshman All-American from the, the athletic. Six foot three, 285 pounds. Spent time at left guard this this past spring at App State. Going to take a, a, a visits to OU, Louisville, Cincinnati, and Virginia Tech. I think Parker said earlier that Virginia Tech uh, may be leading for this right now, but yeah. the Athletic ranks him as the 18th best available player via the portal right now. Well, so, well, I mean, that, that would be a name that I would consider, okay, you lose Colin, Montgom- Colin Montgomery, but you, you bring in someone who's can help you right away. Well, that's that's really the thing. Is is Rame does we do not have what we would what you would call um, really good backup there at the center position. Um, we are thin there now. They feel like Bates with time is going to turn into a really good center, but he's not there yet. You know he's young. He's an early arrival offensive line. 
is difficult center, especially where mentally you've got to kind of be the guy that runs everything. So you wouldn't expect him to be ready at this point. But um, that is a definite position of need right now for depth. So that would be awesome if they could add a guy. Uh, 24-7, post-spring, top 25. They got OU at number 20. They had OU at number 23 before spring ball. Now after they've seen this impressive transfer portal haul in OU's 2023 signing class, they bump them up three spots to uh, to number 20. And right. I think, as we've talked about it before, anywhere from 20 to 25 is probably a pretty good guess on where this team starts in the preseason. Yeah. Well, um, eh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I've You know, I feel – I'm fine with the. Um, I'm fine with being in the 20s. Fine with not being ranked. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you could say that. Well, it does matter at the end of the year um, about getting into the playoff. It may for some teams, like if you're a non-power five team or a fringe team. But if you're Oklahoma, you'll be uh, fine. You'll be totally fine. Well, I mean, look in 2015. I think 2015 is a great example. You started right where you're going to, like right around where you're going to start this year, right? Coming off a bad year, you lose one game to a terrible Texas team that finished five and seven. And I think you easily made the playoff, even without a conference championship game. You easily made the playoff that year. Right. So, no, I, I understand no two years are necessarily the same with, you know, what's going on across the country, but it has been done before where. You're a one-loss team. You lose to a really bad team. You don't have a conference championship game, and you're still safely in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's um, not worried about it with Oklahoma. The only thing I feel like, if we are legitimate record-wise available for the playoff, the only thing that could hurt us is how weak our schedule is. But – Even that, I'm not really worried about. Um, Texas is up to nine. They were uh, 14 before the spring started. And they say, we're buying the hype in Texas this year. The Longhorns made a huge jump in our post-spring rankings, leaping into the top ten. If Quinn Ewers takes the next step at quarterback, his numbers should help an offense that welcomes back a ton of playmakers. Those blocking for him are some of the most talented players in the Big 12. It's the defense that could make or break Texas as a legitimate title contender. So they jumped them five spots, but they really didn't say exactly why. Just if Quinn Ewers takes the next step at quarterback, they're going to be really good. Right. Um, that's funny. And, and I didn't hear – did you hear anything crazy coming out of Austin about how Quinn Ewers played? Like, sounded like he had an okay spring, but nothing yeah. just crazy came out of Texas no. that I heard. No. Um, now, I could understand moving Texas into the top ten if – Quinn Ewers had, in fact, made that jump that they're saying if he makes that jump seems a bit premature, but it's not shocking. It's Texas. That's how things always roll. So um, I actually would prefer that because I think that we got a good chance, should probably beat them in the Cotton Bowl, and I wouldn't mind if they were a top-10 team at the time. No, uh, everyone's not everyone, but 24-7 selling on Alabama as well. Number two in their pre-spring rankings, all the way back at number six now. Yeah. Their perception is they're going to be bad at quarterback. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll, 
I'll I'll believe when Alabama's not very good when I actually see it. I'm I'm not buying that. Yeah, Alabama's not going to beat Texas this year because Alabama's bad at quarterback. Well, they're light years better at all 21 other positions. And head coach. Coach, and they're playing at home against Texas. So, yeah, go ahead. Take Texas if you'd like, folks. I think the – and I'm not sitting here trying to tell you Alabama's going to win a national championship, okay? I'm I'm not. But – their roster is still incredible. Talent-wise, it's just it is stacked at every position. They have won championships before without elite quarterback play. Hell, Georgia, once. who's got a similar type of roster as Alabama, has just won back-to-back national championships without elite quarterback play. And Stetson Bennett is... I think better than what he gets credit for, but still, he was a fourth-round pick, and he won back-to-back national championships. So let's call it on the Alabama is uh, is tanking this year. Did, did your opinion of anyone nationally change after spring ball? Or not enough yeah. to take away there? Yeah. Colorado. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, they're going to have to forfeit all their games this year. They don't have enough players. Fair point. They're going to be playing Iron Man football, uh, going both ways. Yeah, that it's gone from okay, he's redoing the roster to uh, he's not going to be able yeah. to fill the roster in order to have a a worthwhile training camp. It went from oh, Dion's got a plan, don't worry. To Dion has a plan, right? He knows what he's doing here. He's, he, well, he understands what's going on. And I get it. He wants to. He wants to turn over the roster. But you have to have a little bit more methodical type approach to it than just full sell, flip everything right away. If you are a, if you are a recruit that's thinking about going to Colorado, I, you got to be worried, and parents have to be thinking. Is he going to cut my son, which is what he's doing? He's cutting players, right? He's cutting them, which is you can do that. You know, they, they can have – they can still go to school there and have their scholarship, but they're not playing on the football team. Um, he's cutting guys. So that's going to factor into recruiting, especially whenever you got guys entering the transfer portal that just transferred there. Hey, that is – that's a bit much – Dion. It, it is a bit much, and if I'm a portal player right now and Colorado's interested, it's almost to the point of, mm. do I really want to go there? They may be god-awful this year and not win a game. Do, do I really want to be a part of that for my you know last year or last two years of college football? I don't know. It doesn't look yeah. like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, text line says, Dion said all his baggage was Louie. Sounds more like Samsonite. I said that last week, and some people got mad because they like Samsonite baggage. Uh, Jacob Coker has a national championship, Neff said, from the 405. Can we use Greg McElroy as the uh, – like when we talk about bad yeah, quarterbacks, sure. because, you know, he hates statues and he thinks OU having Heisman Park is kind of a joke. and all. Let, let's go with Greg McElroy from now on over Jacob Coker. Yeah, it happens. You can do it. It's not the norm um, in the playoff – era typically you've got to be 
you got to be nails everywhere, and to have elite quarterback play definitely helps. But, you know, I could probably say that, you know, they won a championship with Mac Jones at quarterback, and I'm just not so sure how elite Mac Jones was. Like, he was definitely a really good player, but he had, like, three other guys on the offense that could have won the Heisman Trophy. You know, the receiver won it. Um, Najee Harris. Najee Harris, Najee Harris was incredible. So they're going to be fine. They may not be elite at quarterback, but they're going to be fine. Uh, Texas' win total is going to match their preseason ranking yet again. <laughs> what, what were, yeah. were, were they at nine on that list I read, eight or nine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. nine and three might be a pretty good record for Texas, actually. That's kind of where I might be trending on, on them this year. Which, hey, compared to the past decade of suck, would be a pretty good year for them, nine and three. Uh, here's the reality of it. Alabama – by their standards recently with the run that they've been on, they went Hertz, Tua, Mac Jones, Bryce Young. Like that's an incredible quarterback streak that they're on. So like everyone is saying like they're gonna be bad at quarterback. Well, they may be bad at quarterback for Alabama standards and still be much better than Texas is at quarterback. Uh well yeah, and that's the thing. Like Text Line is saying, well they're better at quarterback too and like yeah, yeah, I I, yeah. I I think like I don't think that you can definitively say that Texas is better than Alabama at quarterback. I know the outlook for Bama at quarterback does not seem great, but the outlook for Texas at quarterback after what happened last year can you can't feel all great about that either. Right. I mean, Quinn Ewers is at best, at the very best, what the third best quarterback in this conference, and that's on like the the, the you know way positive side of things for him today. Yes. I, I think there's a chance that he could end up being better than that. Oh, he's got sure. talent. Yeah, he's he's got a good arm. He's not he's not that athletic, but he can move a little bit. And here's the here's the the main kicker is he's going to be throwing to a really good group of skill position, and he'll players. have a pretty good offensive line. There's no excuses yes. for him. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other situations for Texas the past ten years offensively around the quarterback and. Most of those years hasn't been great. This might be one of, if not the most favorable situations for a Texas quarterback this year. So yeah. if, if he if he underwhelms, it is all on him, man. All on him. Yep. That's right. I totally agree. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Um, have any texts popped out to you guys more than normal today? So we're continuing our trend here. Uh, uh, there's been a couple. There's been a couple that have. Uh, Somebody's stood gonna out make a joke the about that. There's been a couple. Someone's gonna make a joke there's, there. There's been nice a couple job, that have. Uh, yeah, guys, keep showing us your text. Six five one three four. Is that a T-shirt idea? Show us your. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, we gotta hit a timeout. Quick break. More from the rush coming up. We'll get to some of those text messages next. I'm hanging out at Newcastle Casino, I-44, exit 107. Bringing you the physical, relentless, suffocating coverage of the Sooners you deserve. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. 
be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Life is yours to spend. Spend it making more money. Spend it making more memories. Spend it learning a new skill. Spend it teaching an old trick. Spend it career climbing. Spend it mountain climbing. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands, like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently, the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around, whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Mike Steele for my friends at Cavens Construction Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cavens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cavens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048 or online at cavensgroup.com. My name is Dee, and I dream big. I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling. Work experience. And a paycheck. DRS Transition helped us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042, or okdrs.gov. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hey Sooners, did you know you can use your IRA or 401k to support OU while seeking above average returns? Boyd Street Ventures supports OU in Oklahoma by creating economic opportunities for students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Boyd Street Ventures invests in innovative startups by providing initial investments, strategic guidance, operational support, and help in raising additional capital to launch a company. Boyd Street Ventures can help you through the process of Sooners empowering Sooners and investing in OU innovation. For more info, go to BoydStreetVentures.com. Oklahoma, uh, Norman, I mean, 
thank you guys for everything. Uh, it's been a crazy three years, and um, just without the support, Sooner Nation, coaches, fans, everybody. I mean, I wouldn't be able to get through it without y'all. Uh, Coach Levy, Coach Washington, if you're watching this, Coach Venables, uh, thank you guys for trusting me and just, you know, just really just trusting me and believing in me. Let me go out there and beat me every day. Uh, Coach Gundy, thank you for everything ever since I was a sophomore in high school. But um, thank you guys for everything. I mean, uh, seriously, it's a, such a surreal moment. Um, unbelievable moment and uh, nothing but love for OU and all that y'all have done for me. So thank you, Oklahoma. Cool post by Marvin Mims this weekend after the uh, Broncos traded up to the second round to take the OU wide receiver. First draft pick of the Sean Payton era there in Denver goes to uh, Marvin Mims. All right, we got to get to some of these on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Here we go from the 405. Instead of three, four, and five-star rankings, from now on, due to the text line, I believe recruits should receive B, C, or D ranks, and the elite of the elite who are unanimous five-stars get the rare double D ranking. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. (sighs) Patrick says the new ref motto is show us your text. Yeah. (laughs) We're painting humor with a broad brush today. B R A D, yes. Uh, did did Jalen Redmond lose money by not playing in the bowl game? What do y'all think? There, there's something serious. No, I don't think so. Um, I guess theoretically, had he played, had he had maybe a critical sack or a big explosive tackle for loss in a critical moment. It could have caught someone's eye or, um, you know, got some, some attention there that, that maybe would have, would have changed things for him. But I, it's hard for me to believe that one more game would have affected things for him. Um, he, it didn't make him money by not playing, you know, so I, I, I wish guys would play in that position just, you know, kind of for their teammates like, like Braden Willis. Uh, you could argue that Braden Willis made money. Uh, yeah. Who knows, like, like, what it was for them that – which, by the way, what a great fit for him going to San Francisco. Uh, that yeah, is if the, the quarterback position is going to be as good as it was last year. Um, and I'm not saying that I, like, seriously question that, but – like if it's that level, then he'll yeah they'll they'll find a role for him. He'll yeah. be all right. I, well, I love I love Shanahan's offense, and he's he's not afraid to do things differently than what a lot of other people do. They find they find great unique ways to get a bunch of players into into unique like they they aren't tied to positions, right? And I think that that helps Braden Willis a lot as a guy that's versatile as a tight end, fullback. H back type of guy. He can do a bunch of different things, and that's an offense that uses guys in multiple roles. Uh, boy, boy, you guys are really milking this new sponsor. The yeah. OU offense is about to bust out. Four oh five. I think boobs are awesome too. But can you explain <laughs> the scholarship thing with Colorado? They can cut guys, but they still get their scholarship. It can stay at the school. What do teams do when they need to get down to eighty five? I believe that is the case. Um, 
I'm not exactly sure how exactly how it works, but I'm pretty sure that you can cut someone off of the football team. They can remain on scholarship, but it doesn't count towards your 85. Are scholarship still one-year agreements? Didn't you have to sign something at the end of the year when you were there? You did. I feel like for the most part, they've moving, moving. They've moved mm-hmm. to being guaranteed for the for the five years or or whatever. But I'm not sure. I'm, dude, most schools do it, but I don't know that it's mandated. At JUCO baseball, I remember one of uh, one of our players got his scholarship taken away after his first year. JUCO baseball. Yeah. So, if if that's happening at Rose State, I'm gonna imagine it's happening at the University of Colorado with Dion. Well, there you used to be able to do that, but there was a big uproar about it, and that the scholarships should be you shouldn't be able to take someone's scholarship away, and that they should be guaranteed for the the full five years of the scholarship. And I think most schools did that. But I'm, but I'm not exactly sure on uh, if it's mandated or not. Yeah. Uh, keep the text coming, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Um, I, I've got like a uh, ranking here to kind of go off of. I'm just curious what you think and what the text line thinks of like the current situation at quarterback at OU. And what I mean by that is what they're going to have this year, like the outlook of that position – Everything that goes into quarterback at OU, like how are people like super optimistic about it? Are people uneasy about the quarterback position? Because I saw a ranking earlier today for those people that are uneasy about it that OU has the it was like the fourth or best fourth or fifth best uh, quarterback room in all of college football right now, which is not a bad place to be. Yeah, fourth or fifth? Yeah, I think it was fifth. Is what it was. Huh. That's always a real – that's always an interesting – USC 1, LSU 2, Texas 3, North Carolina was at 4, and then OU is at 5 with DG and Jackson Arnold. Why would Texas be 3? Arch Manning, you know that. Arch Manning and this ridiculous Quinn Ewers hype going into the year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird thing to do because I, if you want to talk about offensive line, like rank that position group or D-line or wide receiver core or linebackers, secondary, that makes sense because you've got multiple guys that are playing in unison and that you know, you'll play, for example um, – if you're right in a secondary, you may play six or seven different guys throughout a game or more even. But quarterback, it just – it only matters like how good your starter is, <laughs> honestly. Sure. Now, I, I guess from time to time it does happen to where, like, for example, TCU last year lost to their starter and Duggan came in, had an awesome year. I, I guess that does matter, but – yeah, Rarely. like a lot of these names that are being mentioned may never even start at the place that they're currently right. at and transfer else transfer out elsewhere. Look, right. and I know that Drake May's a good quarterback, but to say North Carolina's quarterback situation is top four, um, that's all based on Drake May. I don't even think yeah. they didn't even mention anyone behind him. 
Yeah. So just just to say, like all that, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's pretty split on how people feel at quarterback, but here's on three saying that OU has a top five quarterback situation, and I would strongly argue that they should be in front of Texas and in, in North Carolina too, like maybe even top three. Well, yeah, but I I don't I I don't know that I'd put us that high. Well, but who else? Who else then? Um, USC, LSU are one and two. Who would you put in front of OU? Um, well, Tennessee, they got a really good five star coming in. Nico, Utah, Oregon. Um, I mean, there's some schools out there that have half really of, good quarterbacks. Half of the Pac-12 this year. Washington. You know, there's a bunch of quarterbacks out there that won a bunch of games. And threw for a bunch of yards last year. You know, I, I don't, I don't know exactly how you want to rank everyone and how you rank the air quotes quarterback room, but I mean, there were some guys that were balling last year. Michael Penix Jr. He's a really good player. He's maybe the most underrated quarterback in the sport this year. Yeah, he he threw for forty six hundred yards last year and. 31 touchdowns, just to eight interceptions. You know, he – I don't know. I, it's pretty hard to beat, if you ask me. I mean, there's some really good players out there that are coming back. Bo Nix, you know, he threw 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and threw completed 72% of his passes, and I think he rushed for 15 touchdowns on top of the 29. He's coming back. Hashtag breaking. Ooh. OU receives commits from four-star wide receiver Grayson Harris. I knew it. Number 188 nationally in the 24-7 composite rankings for the 2025 class, 5'10", 170, out of Ennis, Texas. If there is a wide receiver in the state of Texas, Emmett Jones is going to get him. He gets who he wants in the state of Texas. Wow. How about that? So what do we know about this kid? What do you think? Uh, Good pickup? Yeah, I mean, he's going into his junior year and already ranked as a four-star. Apparently, Emmett Jones recruited him when he was at Kansas. He recruited him when he was at Texas Tech. And now he's recruiting him in Oklahoma, and he just got a commitment from him. So, Emmett Jones has been a legit day one for for Grayson Harris. (laughs) (laughs) He he was recruiting him at at Kansas, and Grayson was like, eh. Yeah, I like you, Coach. We'll see. Then he's like, hey, Texas Tech. A little bit it's better. Like, a little right, bit better. Yeah. All right. All right, Grayson, i got some news for you. I'm going to Oklahoma. Okay, Coach. <laughs> you sold me. <laughs> Man, he is on a heater right now. Uh, Emmett Jones. Heck of a we'll, – we'll see if he can develop. But so far we, we see that he can recruit. There's no question about that. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and he's – you know, I watched him a little bit in practice, and I like his demeanor in practice too. You know, he's uh, is he intense or he's 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 a coach that will give you the full swing of emotions. He's supportive of his guys. He builds up their confidence, but he is also not afraid at all to get after some guys. Ah, so he fits in well with his staff, is what it yeah. sounds like. He's he's an intense dude, for sure. That's I, good, though. Every time I think of uh, someone who fits in well with uh, this staff or a staff, I always think about your story the first time you met Kevin Wilson when he just oh, yeah. got the OC job at OU. 
He dropped uh, multiple F-bombs, and you said to yourself, yeah, this guy will fit just right in. Fits Great. right in. Yeah. He's, I mean, perfect. This could not have gone better. Uh, okay, so what is your prediction on what that does to the University of Oklahoma 2024 recruiting? Well, he's a 25 kid, so. Oh, that's right. You already yeah, told me that. But Dang it. They, uh, they're number 20 right now on rival so i and they still got their main targets out there i i think um top five is going to be tough just because those spots are quickly filling up ohio state's on a heater michigan's on an incredible heater and georgia's got a really good class so far too so those three teams are going to be tough to catch so the top five spots are filling up i think top eight is absolutely 100 percent a possibility this year, and I won't. I, I wouldn't be shocked if OU if, if they if they get who they really want on the defensive line. I wouldn't be shocked if they end up with the with the top five class, like the number five class, and their top five back to back years. Right. But they're they're, okay. they're in a good spot right now. You said something there that it doesn't worry me, but it's. What, Georgia like, killing it again? No, I don't like change. It's difficult for me. Uh-oh, you rivals. just quoted yeah. that we're, what, number 20 on the rivals still. Do I have to switch from no, 247 I, I, I think I just used that one because they were ranked the highest on that one is why I used rivals. Because on okay. 24-7, they are ranked 24, 24 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You all you always go with the uh, just the highest uh, ranking that they have. That's, that's how it works. All right. All right, because I was worried. I was like, man, okay. I just got used to the the two four seven thing. But I'm hey, I'm willing to change if I need to do that. Well, okay? I, we're gonna have to change. The text line just said um, double D commits. Those are your unanimous five stars. So that's how ah, we have to, you know. That's right. That's right. Maybe we should start our own recruiting service. All right, we got to hit a break. Quick timeout. More for the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business... It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, West Yala Gosney Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer at WIG? Communication is a priority. West Yala Gosney Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Incredibly scary. Uh-oh. Texas A&M, Texarkana. Oh, yeah. Was playing a baseball game against University of Houston Victoria on Sunday and Matthew Delaney 18 um, was he's a Texarkana baseball player Texas A&M Texarkana was standing near the bullpen during a game and was hit by a stray bullet and had to have emergency surgery is in stable condition but how crazy is that um apparently there was like something happening maybe in a a housing complex or something uh like half a mile away or several hundred yards away and 
he got hit by a stray bullet. Incredibly scary. I'm glad the kid's all right. That was that's nuts. Yeah, I mean it's it's an unfortunate situation. It could have been real bad though. So thankfully he's in stable condition and doing okay. Hopefully that now, stays the stays the same. Now I saw this. I knew you would like this, so I figured I'd bring it up. Now um, it's a comparison between Sumlin and uh, Jimbo Fisher. What words permitted or wins and losses? Uh, draft picks. Oh, even better. Sumlin's uh, previous five years, because Fisher's been there for five years. Sumlin's previous five years ahead of uh, Fisher, he had, let's see, six players drafted in the first round of the draft and two selected in the second round. So eight players selected in the top two rounds, six in the first. Fisher's been at A&M for five years. During his entire tenure, he's only had two players that have been drafted in the first Jeez. or second round. Unbelievable. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Not- with some pretty good recruiting classes. I know his yeah. best one, um, they're, they're just freshmen or uh, coming out of their freshman year. But, yeah, that's at a program like A&M, that's, that's, that's sad. That's, that's like what Texas was going through. Yep. Highest draft pick uh, this year was A-Chain. Running back, stud, eighty-four overall, third rounder. That was their that was their top draft pick this year out of Texas A and M. If if not for that massive buyout, if Jimbo had a normal contract in a normal buyout, do you still think he's the head coach at Texas A and M? Because we read the comparisons between he and Kevin Sumlin, and Sumlin's like better in, in most categories, all the important ones yet. He got fired at this point, and Jimbo was still – you know, he's on the hot seat, but he still has a job. Uh, there is no way that he would still be there if he had a normal contract. I can't imagine, right? I wouldn't think so. He, if he was still there, like, this is it. This is the year. Uh, you either got to perform this year or um, they're going to replace you. If, that is, they could find the next – hot thing and overpay that guy to get him in well that'll happen regardless we know that but that's the other part of it is he probably never would have gone there anyways if they hadn't it's given true. him a ridiculous yes, contract to begin with uh correct yes I, I believe that that's probably the case and uh last thing is i guess the jets are gonna have a reality series Whoa. yay well they signed a reality series but they're gonna they're gonna put it on tv uh, it sounds like episode one is Aaron Rodgers has the entire offense in a tent doing ayahuasca. So, <laughs> um, is, is this not just uh, hard knocks, essentially? Is what I don't know be? what it is. It, I don't know. I guess they dropped a trailer for a reality series um, that they're going to be running. and I, I, it's, hmm. it's called Flight 23 Ascension. I, I don't know what exactly it's going to be about or how many episodes or what, but... They had a trailer for it, so we'll see. You're going to get all the Aaron Rodgers you can handle. So one of the cooler moments of the draft this weekend was Deuce Vaughn getting drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, and his dad was the one that called him and said, hey, we're drafting you. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going good. This is Dad. My phone wasn't working. Look here, man. You want to come to work with me next week? (laughs) I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when I've been speaking for everybody that's 
really in the heart of the Dallas Cowboys and is standing here with a tear in our eye. We're so happy to have you on the Dallas Cowboys. I can't thank you. Oh, that's cool. From uh, That's really cool from Deuce Vaughn. Now, my question is, I normally say, like, OU. Sometimes, like, not very often I'll say Sooners, maybe Oklahoma. Very rarely, if ever, do I say Oklahoma Sooners, but what is it with Jerry? He can't say Cowboys or Dallas. It always has to be uh, Dallas Cowboys. and has to really, like, put the emphasis on the whole Dallas Cowboys thing. I don't know. Trying to make it special or what? I don't know. It reminds me of the the famous call to Lou Brown. Uh, how would you like to manage the Cleveland Indians? You know, it's the, it, you've been. We're, we'd like to have you here with the Dallas Cowboys. Actually, Dad, I was hoping I'd drop to the Eagles uh, here in a few more picks. Yeah. That well, I don't know. You guys are kind of set at running back. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some other options left. I don't know which, you know, I kind of, I saw the clip where his dad figured out that's who they were going to take and kind of broke down, and that's obviously an awesome moment. My question is, like, did they? Did he have no idea that that was an option? Like, I wonder how, like, what the lead-up to it was. Um, I, I mean, obviously he was probably on their board, but he probably didn't know until real time But right. with, with, with the picks that happened before. At least that's what I want to believe, you know? Yeah, that that's just, awesome. They just didn't know all. You know, that was that, that was really cool though, and the way that he said it, "You want to come to work with me next week?" is is neat. Uh, yesterday was Josie's twenty five year anniversary, being hired yeah. as the AD at OU, six time AD of the year in college sports. Uh, what is uh, what uh, his job's not done here? But what is Josie's uh, legacy around here? What what is he best known for? What's he best known for? Six-time AD of the year, best AD in, in the country. Is that what he's best known for? He's done a lot in 25 years. He's best known for going into those Big 12 meetings <laughs> after the 2016 season and uh, giving Al Pacino speech about taking a flamethrower to this place. I love it. If they don't change their vote on Baker Mayfield, and they did, and we got Baker Mayfield for the Heisman Trophy winning season. That, that, that is the moment. And the graphic he tweeted out after OU Nebraska was at 11 a.m. <laughs> I, I do think a big part of his legacy will be getting OU to the SEC. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I know that that, um, you know, happened 20, what, 23, 24 years into the job, and some really good things happened before that. But, I mean, it's one of the more massive things to happen in OU athletics in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, he's he's done a obviously hiring coach Stoops is I we've accomplished a bunch of great things in in softball in gymnastics in you know hoops baseball all kinds of things but I I just lost Teddy from Newcastle Casino. I'll bring up one more, and then we'll hit a break. Uh, Grayson Harris, who just committed about 20 minutes ago to OU, four-star wide receiver out of Ennis, Texas. He's also going to play baseball at OU. So you got a two-sport star uh, that just committed four-star wide receiver for the 2025 class. That means he's going into his junior year. He is going to play baseball as well. So we'll close up hour number two. Coming up next, keep it locked in the ref. We are the Homeless Sooner fans. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. 
Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional... Healers bringing you this hour of The Rush, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Listen to this headline from Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated. Five minutes ago, he put out, Big 12 set to play football, basketball games in Mexico starting in 2024. So I guess the Big or the Big 12 has been exploring playing football, men's and women's basketball games in Mexico City and Monterey. And I guess a like a top 10 matchup between KU and Houston, like that's something that they're going to look to do and starting in 2024, like big games like that. This is uh, that's interesting. Brett, huh. your mark trying to uh, expand the league a little bit here. You know, that is... Also baseball and soccer games there as, as well. I, I would say it makes sense in in certain sports, but I don't know how much sense it makes in football. Did, did you say foot? You said football games, right? Football, men's and women's basketball, soccer, and baseball. Huh. I don't know. I. I. <sighs> why? Why not football? Just because, like the the NFL's played there before, right? But that's yeah, NFL a little bit more known than Big Twelve football. Well, but even the NFL, it didn't. Like they, they want to expand football and get more eyeballs outside of the United States. That's the, that's the thing that's holding it back. Like, if you look at worldwide sports, like America, like football's not even that big. the The Super Bowl has like I don't know, call it call it a hundred million people that watch. You know the Super Bowl. That is nothing. Like cricket has like a billion people or more that watch the championship. You know, like World Cup, billion people watching the World Cup. So they're trying to expand and get more eyeballs outside of the United States, which I understand, but I I just I don't think that that's a, a good idea. And if you're playing it in Mexico, that means you're not playing it. Someone's Sending a home, a home game. game. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be an issue for some. I do love that the stadium that they're going to play in for the football games in Monterey, a 53,000-seat stadium. So that'll be like the third largest stadium in the Big 12 yeah. once they play there. Uh, this text from the 918 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet, Chevrolet text line. Mike Gundy to Mexico? Oh, my God. What could go wrong there? <laughs> well, guys, no curfew tonight. Don't drink Just make the sure. water here. <laughs> Mike Gundy sure. drinks the water the <laughs> night before the game. Oh, good stuff. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of The Rush coming up next. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.